money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That's good because, you know, if you weren't ready to talk money, it would be let's talk money with Dave. (laughs) And I'm not so sure. Okay, that's really getting old. You've said that before. I'm sure I've said it a number of times, and I still feel the same way. You could have Dave and then our special guest. We could do Dave and the special Mm -hmm. guest. But most people, (laughs) and the feedback, and and thank you for the feedback, by the way. We really like the feedback. But the feedback is, we love Reb. And (laughs) I agree. I love Reb, too. So we're all on the same page here. And and we love Reb. We love how she, you know. Anyways, we're not going to go there. Welcome to the show. We do have a special guest today. And if you are on YouTube, you actually already see Natalie, our special guest. But if you're listening on a podcast, you don't see anything because you're listening on a podcast. And uh, for those of you who are new, welcome to the show. It's the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. Mm-hmm. And um, we are excited. If, if you haven't heard any of our other shows, again, you can get them on morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, notmine.ca, right. and then whatever podcasting platform that you happen to be uh, used for your podcast. If you search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Rip and you don't find it, let us know. Info at More Than Enough. You can call the office. You can go to the website. Reach out through there. But let us know, and we'll do our best to get on your podcasting platform just for you. Okay? So we'll do that just for you. How's that? So, Reb, are you ready? I'm ready. Because the, uh, you know, the intro is done. We have this great guest sitting here in so front of us. So we want to introduce you to Natalie Rowe. Natalie, thanks for being here today. Always a pleasure, David and Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, you have, um, you've been with us a few times over the years. Yes. And actually, we just um, celebrated... Our sixth anniversary, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how we say it. Yeah, six years yes. of podcasting. Oh, wow. Kind of crazy. It's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So it is always good to have you. Natalie is one of our coaches, our financial coaches, mm-hmm. and she's also a career coach at More Than Enough, through More Than Enough. She has so many talents and abilities. I cannot say enough positive things about her. Primarily, she has been one of the biggest encouragements. Okay. To be honest, she coached me through the prepping for my book. Mm-hmm. So it's because Natalie was um, in the corner with me, um, encouraging me. So she is a great encouragement. Um, but we and were. I want to just thank you for sharing that encouragement, with, you know, because sometimes you know it comes from me. It just doesn't have the it's impact. Not the same, I but, know. But coming from you, I would hear Natalie. Just we just had this like amazing conversation, and and you know I would say yes. Great. We, okay. we did talk about that last week. I but, know. But, but Natalie said it, and it <laughs> sounded so much better. You need some inner healing over that whole thing. No about, way. Yeah, you I am so uh, Okay, glad we're not Natalie going there today. Really no, nope, we're not going there. Okay. So, but Natalie and I were talking, um, and 
uh, like a week or so ago, and she started talking to me about values mm-hmm. and some of the insights in her coaching experience about our values and our financial choices. Mm-hmm. And I stopped her right in the tracks, and I'm like, "Do you want to come on the radio show tomorrow?" And she's like, "Well, maybe not tomorrow." <laughs> I know it was just like that. <laughs> and of course, I have to show you. She gives such comprehensive notes. It's two pages long. It's awesome. I'm a writer as well. <laughs> yeah, she is a writer, and she's written a book. Okay, you have to say it because I always get it wrong. What's oh, yes. Title? The book um, SET, Proceed and Succeed in Your Career. Right. So she loves career transition stuff. So yes. if you're listening and you're thinking about transitioning, you can call our office and we'll get you in touch with Natalie. And a little side note there. There are there are a number of, you know, if you're transitioning your job, and I know I'm just going to promote this a little bit, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's a financial piece, right? Okay, I got to prepare for that transition. But then there's the transitioning from the one job to the next to job the next. or the one career to the next yes. career. And those are Natalie gets this the full package. Like she understands both of those. And you don't get those in every career coach or every transition coach is going out. But anyways, just giving you a little, I think it's really They're so connected, really. So where can they actually, we're just going to say this right now. Where can they find your book? It's on Amazon. Okay. Anytime. Yes. And I'm going to put the link in the show notes today so that they can find your book because it's um, probably, it might be timely for some, some folks to read it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, oh, and by the way, I'm just going to do it one more time. (laughs) I gave that book to all of our kids as they started. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You you did one or two kids. And Justice and Zachary. Okay. Mercedes was already, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm just calling you out on the three of our kids. Have read that so. Serena is to come. Okay, yes. well, I, whatever. My memory might not serve me right on that. So anyway, <laughs> thank you, Dave. <laughs> not that you're going to do counseling with us this morning no, on the radio show. We needed. want to talk about values and financial yeah. choices. And I'm going to read Psalm 15 because that is one of the verses that you left me with in mm-hmm. regards to this topic about being honest with ourselves. Absolutely. And um, then I want to hear kind of what you've learned in your coaching experience regarding Mm -hmm. this topic. So Psalm 15, verse 1 and 2, who will abide in God's tabernacle? And the version I also have is, Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? The one whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart. Mm -hmm. And um, you mentioned that in another translation, um, it says he who speaks truth to himself or to herself. Absolutely. Yeah. Why do you love that? I totally love it because what we say in our hearts, what we say to ourselves, those conversations, we talk to ourselves more than we talk to anyone else, right? And those conversations in our heart are usually the most powerful. I remember the woman with the issue of blood. She said within herself, if I could just reach out. And that was so powerful. So it's so easy for us to say things outwardly and we kind of maybe don't really into it but the things we say to ourselves in when nobody else is there except you know God is looking on our heart mm-hmm. it is the most powerful so i think it's important for us to be aware mm-hmm. of those inner conversations bring them out in the open and really assess them do i really agree with this is this truth mm-hmm. well that's one of the things actually in the workshop that you you've taken actually a couple times and yes, encouraged unleashed. Um, unleashed in the communication piece that's actually one of the That's the inner conversation, the the inner inner communication. You know, we talk about inner and outward and upward. And that inner, inner conversation is so important. 
Because that's what really we, um, I, I like to call it, that's the command center of our lives. Mm-hmm. That's what we respond to. That's what really dictates our choices. So it is so important for us to be aware of those inner conversations because those are the ones that the GPS of our lives. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, talking about Unleash, but the, the, the workshops, the first workshop is your money story, yes. which again is, is a real revelation to how do, how, how does my inner conversation relate to the money that I'm spending? Like, where does that come from? And I mean, we've experienced that where so many people go, well, I've never really thought of thinking about my interaction with money as something that is, is a, you know, as a history that gets me to, to where I am today. And again, as we look back and we go, let's just think about our money story. We're going to, we're going to have the same inner conversations. Wow. And I wanted to say that because as a financial coach, I went into it thinking, okay, I just need to bring financial literacy information Mm -hmm. to my clients. Oh my goodness. But then over time, I began to realize that they, some are really struggling. They have the financial literacy information, but the follow through is where the issue is. And then I remembered, okay, unleashed. And Rebecca is always saying, let's deal with those hard issues. Mm -hmm. And it was at that moment that I had the aha. Now I see the value of unleashed. Mm -hmm. Now I understand because really what it is, it's a platform that helps clients to really have those inner con to really bring out those inner conversations and really reconcile them so i totally i always remember the time i had that aha moment i'm like that's why there is unleashed (laughs) it is so necessary (laughs) right and why why we want to do it with have clients do it alongside their practical coaching because it is about the heart issue and and that inner conversation is crucial because if we're not honest with ourselves then are we really being honest with God? Are we, and we, I address that in the book even, like, do we really believe that God is who he says he is? Do we believe that we are who he says he is? Do we really believe he's going to provide for us? Like there's some foundational things that we have to be honest with ourselves about. And you've been discovering that with clients and coaching. Now, um, I, you mentioned in one of the quotes in the notes that you sent me was culture. There's a man named Peter Drucker. Right. <laughs> Culture eats strategy for breakfast. What does that mean? <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, it really is very powerful. It speaks to the disconnect that we often have mm-hmm. as human beings. And so in an organization, you can have a great strategy and all the right measures and indicators. And then if the mindset, if there's no trust, if the mindset of the, the, the employees are counter that strategy, it's not going to work. It's going to be dead in the water. And so it was in a similar way. I saw the, the, that sort of um, comparison where I realized yeah. that Actually, people's personal values was really eating financial literacy information, not only for breakfast, but for lunch and dinner, (laughs) because they were stuck because they had the information. It was going nowhere. It was what what are your values? What do you really believe? And what we believe is not what we say. It is what we do. So if you really want to know those deep inner beliefs, watch our choices and watch the things that we say to ourselves. Yeah, and so you, I mean, uh, I love this because you know that's that's the management part of me, right? Exactly. That's the you know, Peter Drucker is is like management guru, right. but relating that to our own personal finances and saying, you know, and, and uh, you know, if I look at my calendar and I look at my bank account, and if I look at the last thirty days, 
you know, if you look at it, you will see it way differently than I will. I'll look at it and I can pick out the things that are important to you because those are the things you spend time on and the things you spend money on. But when you look at it, you might be going, oh, well, I don't really see, you know, and so that's that truth, that that kind of getting to self-analysis or self-awareness to say, hey, Wait a minute. And that's what a coach does. This coach comes alongside and says, well, let's look at the finances and, and actually see, you tell me that it's really, you know, one of my core values is charity. I love to give money away. And then I look at your bank account and I see 20 bucks last month that you gave away. And I say, well, there's a disconnect here. Exactly. How do we address that? How do we shift your money to reflect what your true values are? And that's a really obvious, simple example, but that you know, that can go across the board, right? Exactly. I, you know, whether it's how we value our kids, how we value our community, how exactly. we value where we're going to spend our time, where we're going to spend our money is really the, the, the test. And we don't have to look much further than the last 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. It, it, and as human beings, you know, I, the disconnect, I was just this morning, I, I recall, you know, Romans and um, Paul talked about the thing mm-hmm. that I want to do, I don't do. Mm-hmm. And the things that I don't, <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it, there's this internal civil almost a war struggle yeah. going on within us where somehow be, we, we want to do what we believe is correct and, and what is be not just correct, but productive, yeah. but there's something else that's pulling at us. Yeah. And, you know, as you were speaking, David, I'm reminded, you know, when Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth sets us free. Well, the reason why we really want to have those honest conversations with ourselves is that when we, we get on the basis of truth, then even when it's the ugly truth, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have now opened the door for God to enter and for mm-hmm. him to help us and for us to really get real with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so it may not be pleasant, but we really have to get to that place of being honest with ourselves. And as you said, Rebecca, that's where we start being honest with God as well. Yeah. And that's the environment that welcomes his presence to come in and help and, yeah. and to act. Because- and there's so much freedom here, right? Because, you know, again, as you and Natalie look at your finances and, and, and you bring that before the Lord and you come in in honesty, then you can say, well, these are actually the things that are really important to me. Yes. And this is before the Lord. How are we going to work these things out? Right. Exactly. Because the things he puts that are important to you are different for Rev and I. So there's a, an immense freedom there that we're not in competition anymore. Exactly. We're taking our finances to the Lord and going, all right, these things are important. These values, these, mm-hmm. uh, these things are really important. And you're saying these things are really important. And again, going back to Paul's picture of the body, you might be a hand and I might be a foot. Mm. And then I can actually go, well, we are a foot and you are a hand. And now how can we work Help together as opposed to compete against each exactly. other? Right. And yeah. then it turns to, because we know with money, often it's, Hey, you make that much. I make that much. I drive this car. You drive this car. And we begin to covet and greed and compare and, yeah. and all of these things that undermine truly who God exactly. has created us to be and what he wants us to do with the resources he's given us. Absolutely. And it's different for you than it is for us. Absolutely. Now, I don't, you know, Natalie, you and I didn't talk about this per se, but I'm thinking as I'm hearing you guys, there is a, a, a Christian culture we're raised with. So yes, stewardship, God owns it all. Yes, I believe all of that. But in right. essence, we're not honest with ourselves and saying, actually, no, 
Um, I'm struggling to believe that God owns it all. I, and I, I, I've just been doing some writing and thinking about that. One of the greatest struggles for me is God is source of everything. Yes. So I can believe he, he created my children. I can believe parts of that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to me working hard and God giving me money, like it's his money, but like, wait a minute, I worked for that. Yes. You know, and just being honest with God about that, knowing that our culture in Christian circles says, oh, well, he's the provider. He And we say, yes, he does all these things. But actually unpacking it and saying, do I actually believe? Is this a value? Because um, in, in the, I know I'm going back to the book, but my, I wish I could remember, I have to memorize my brother's <laughs> quote. He, my brother, I interviewed him for the book because he's a farmer mm-hmm. and he really believes that ground zero is understanding God owns it all. If we don't understand and truly believe and know that in our hearts, then that is a core value that would drive our financial decisions. And I think if I have a challenge for myself and, and and us here, you know, cause, um, you know, Natalie, we were talking about the practical parts of our finances right now. We're all evaluating with rising costs. Exactly. What is, what is cash flow look like? We're all doing it. You're doing it. Dave mm-hmm, and I are mm-hmm. n- ignoring the conversation sometime <laughs> and knowing we have to talk about it, but still ignoring it. Anyway, see, there's the truth. We ignore things too. Um, but, but actually core value, he owns it all. And if, you know, if we don't surrender our wallets, as my brother said, mm-hmm. then, you know, then we haven't truly surrendered our lives. Absolutely. And, like, and that, whoa, does play, are- that does play into that, you know, again, this idea that, you know, we say we are, and, and I, I can think of a dozen scriptures that are all mixing up in my head that where the idea is, is you say that you serve God, but you don't really serve God. And, and, you know, whatever, again, I can think of a number of places in scripture mm-hmm. that the writers are talking about this idea. Let's get honest with ourselves. Exactly. And, and the true... Um, test is really in what we do. Absolutely. You know, James talks about that. You, you give me my faith and, and I'll show exactly. you my works and exactly. I'll show you my works by my faith, exactly. right? I mean, uh, Isaiah and, and, and Solomon talk about that mm-hmm. as well in, in Proverbs and, and Isaiah and just about this idea that what we do with the stuff we have is a direct connect to what we truly believe about our relationship with God, how we view God, exactly. how, and so when we talk about values, you know, we're talking about that a little bit. I mean, we can use different words. We can use purpose. We can use right. values. We can use um, just the uh, what I would call the driving the th- motivator. Well, and I was thinking the thoughtfulness, but also the thoughtlessness. You know. Sometimes culture just, you know, the the tail is wagging the dog. By what I mean by that is, is that I don't have any control over the money that comes through. I'm just constantly trying to spend to keep up to all of these mm-hmm. demands that are on me. And sometimes it's like, well, wait a minute. We have to stop and go, what's really important to us? Exactly. I'm going to say no to a whole bunch of things that might be good, that might be okay, mm-hmm. but they're not the core values are not the true things. And I think, you know, our conversation today is about getting to those core things first, the the things that are really valuable and then moving out to maybe the things that aren't so valuable. Maybe the things that you could really live, live without, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Reb hates the fact that I like to jump out of planes and, and, uh, you know, bungee jumping. That's exciting. (laughs) She's like, I could live without any of that stuff. I could too. 
but I'm going to spend money on those things. But is it money that I have? And and again, we can start having that conversation because Reb, for that, for Reb that, you know, I say, Hey, I want to go bungee jumping. And she's like, I'm not spending a hundred bucks on bungee jumping. I'm you thinking, haven't bungee jumped yet, so we're no. not going there. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but you can see the value I mean, there. I want right? inter- to so, interrupt yeah. you. So how do we, you know, pr- to proceed in the awareness of this, right? So mm-hmm. I told you my example. I really like convenience now, mm-hmm. sometimes more than I like to to uh, have good cash flow, <laughs> right? So so life is really full. Mm-hmm. You're catching up in work and school and and busy household. So you're like, I'm just going to run to the clo- closest grocery store. And for us, that's not the cheapest grocery right. store, or I'm going to order pizza. And after a month, six weeks, three months of this, then you see your food is way over the top mm. because I just want the convenience. Mm. So how, how, you know, maybe some folks aren't aware, like, so I I'm even talking to you, I was thinking, oh man, I have to look at my value of convenience. Is that greater like, how do I manage that now, right? As a working mom, how exactly. do I, how do, how do I do that? But, you know, you had some suggestions. The first thing that we can do is to zoom out and assess the layout of the forest. What does that mean? Exactly. Just look at the big picture. Uh, first of all, we have to be really intentional. This is something where we take the time out of our busy lives. It's like, you know what? Let me look at really what is important to me. What are my priorities? What are my financial goals? Take time out, disconnect, put the phone on silence, just make that space and you get a paper and you write it out because there's something very powerful about writing. It it makes it real, right? It takes Mm -hmm. it out of our heads on paper. So you take that time away and you write it down. You put away that piece of paper for a day, you know, you forget it for a while. And then the next time you make time and then you say, okay, let's have a look at how I'm spending my money. <laughs> and then you just write all the categories. Is 30% going to lattes. It's, um, <laughs> you know, and, and that kind of a thing. And then you bring the two together. And that is how you assess, am I aligned or am I in disconnect? Because if I like convenience more than a balanced budget or being, in co- you know, being debt-free, then what me- what it means then is like, okay, I would rather stay in bed a half an hour more and just stop by the local coffee shop rather than getting up half an hour early, make my coffee and a sandwich. I could literally save $150 mm-hmm. per month mm-hmm. on my budget. So it really is having that comparison. And yes, convenience, there are times when our time is, there's a price on our time and it's yes. so costly. And if you have to you know, run for this uh, more expensive thing, it's okay. Maybe the time and the gas, it's not worth it. But it's really whether the convenience is sort of a, uh, for one of a softer word, a God in your life. Is it rule in your life? Or is it just a tool that you use when it matters, right? Mm-hmm. So really sitting down and having that comparison done. And then where you see the disconnect now, I said, okay, this is where we get honest with myself. What do I really want? Do I really want to be debt free? Like Jesus asked the man, do you want to be well? And I thought it was pretty curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. I'm like, he's at the pool. No, <laughs> no. do you really want to yeah. be debt free? Because just because you're at the pool and then you heard oh, it was really interesting, yeah. right? You heard whether or not he wanted to be free because of what came out of his mouth. Yeah. Excuses. Yeah. Oh, I didn't have anybody and I'm here. And da, da, da. And I'm like, no, when you want to be free, you don't do excuses. That's right. You know, like that Syrophoenician woman, she just wanted her daughter healed. She didn't mind that Jesus didn't answer her. She didn't mind that he called out her culture. She just prayed pressed in and Jesus said, wow, your faith is great. You've got it. So that's the story about where she says, even the dogs. Exactly. Exactly. She pressed in. I mean, she could have been offended. There were so many times to be offended. (laughs) Oh my goodness. 
But she was like, and she's this guy is not the guy. I you know. know. I went to him and he didn't heal me. Right? He didn't you know? answer me. I was just there. And, oh man, and, and you guys, this is powerful. The yeah. excuses, the excuses. the excuses for the values. Exactly. So when we're given excuses, the sign that mm-hmm. we're not really there yet. I know you should have a financial coaching, but do you want to be debt free? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, it, it's, man, there's it's, so much to that. That's huge, and that goes to okay. So, um, you know, your journey from debt freedom may not be an expense side; it may be an income side. It, oh. Are you willing to put the extra hours to do the extra job to go? Um, and and you know, you're look again. You look at the neighbor and you go, well, they don't have to work three jobs, or they don't have to work two jobs. It doesn't Love matter. That you said uh, that. What is yeah. the you know some because it's not always. As we know, it's not always the expense side right now. I mean, it's sometimes the, I just simply, you have to buckle up and ask for that raise. Like you just have to have that uncomfortable conversation with your boss simply because there's there's not enough income to support even the basic needs of your family. You you have to look at, oh, it's a tough thing. I got to go get retrained because... I need to make myself more valuable yes. to my organization so I can get a raise in pay. Whatever that is, the, we, we can all hear the excuses of, oh, I, you know, on the income side, we can also hear the excuses on, on the expense side yes. as well. Yeah. So. Oh, man, there's a, so much here. So really, we just want to encourage folks, mm. be honest with yourself. Yes, it's a starting point. Yeah, Um unpack what you believe, um, even about God, even about your money, whose money is it? Um, uh, and maybe you're listening and you're not, uh, you don't have faith or, you know, then, then even if you are one who, you know, doesn't believe in God or or all that doesn't mean you can't look at your values either. Everyone has values. Everybody has values. And what really are you believing? What do you, what do you want your finances to look like? Like what, you know, maybe take another piece of paper and write down, you know, this is where I want to end up. This is, this is, you know, what legacy do you want to leave? And, and what you're doing now, can you get there? And you might not be able to. And this is a really honest thing because I was saying to Natalie, I, that whole God of convenience, I have to, I don't know if it's a God for me, but right now when you're, you know, I, I just said I went and I paid an extra buck and a half for butter. Like butter went up like crazy amounts in our. You know, and then now I'm like, okay, well, does this mean I need to travel to get to a cheaper grocery store? Because not for a buck and a half, by the way. <laughs> not for a buck and a half, but when a buck and a half increase yeah. for all the products, right. then I might have to. And then that shifts our value of time. Like it, it, it all ripples, right? And then planning so, can help as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The plan. Yeah. So for that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. So, anyway, and you know, as long we wrap as, up, yes. I, I, I there, there's. I want to pick up on this practical piece of the piece of paper. Yes. Uh, do a piece of paper, one that is, you know, helps you see the now, exactly. one that as you said, Reb, points you to the future. Yes. And then don't use a don't use a journal. Don't use it. Put it on. Put it somewhere where it's going to be in front of you. Put it on the mirror in your in your bathroom. (laughs) Put it on the fridge. Uh, This is not a piece of paper that you want to do once and then just lose it. You actually want to put these things in front of you because the shift is going to happen slowly over time. You need to revisit this a number of times. So I just want to end with that. Maybe that practical piece that that Natalie and and you were talking about. Two pieces of paper. 
keep them in front of you, yes. keep them, keep adding to them, scratching things off. You might have to revisit them, you know, and as Natalie said, start by just taking maybe, you know, a, a time on this Sunday and a time two weeks from now on right. a Sunday and an hour to an hour and a half. Right. It doesn't have to be six hours, but just an hour and an hour and a half to really sit and think about what are the important things? What are the value things where, when it comes and relates to money? And do that. Lord, I just want to thank you for our time, mm. for Natalie, for the insight she has mm. as a coach, and for the insight you're giving us about money and our values and what we really believe. Mm. Lord, I pray that um, as we listen and walk with you, that we would be aligning our values with your values, yes. and it would show up in our money stories. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Natalie, yeah. for coming and joining us, joining the conversation. Such valuable stuff here. Absolutely. So I think I'm actually going to have to go back and re-listen to this. And, and, and call, I'm here in the room. Call so. us. You can meet with Dave or Natalie to get coaching or career direction. Um, call us at our office. And of course, join us next week when we talk money. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.